excellent attitude of worship. Let us say to him, Hallelujah. Say to him, Hallelujah. of our hands and say to him, Hallelujah, Father.
Just release yourself before him and say, Holy Spirit, I release myself to you tonight. I release myself to you tonight. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Have your way here tonight. Lord, have your way here tonight. Have your way in our midst here tonight, Lord. Let's go ahead. Let's just release ourselves as we speak to you. I mean, pray. Let's just release ourselves in the hand of the Holy Spirit and let God do what He wants to do in our lives. Let the Spirit of God move in my life now. Thank you. 
your voice and say, Spirit of God, every one of us. Cause us to hear. Cause us to see. Cause us to handle. 
Let there be manifestations of your power in our lives. Let there be manifestations of your grace and your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, precious Lord. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Let's put our hands together for Jesus as we take our seats honorably. Let's take our seats. Praise the Lord. Amen. Please, can you help me on this? For thou will light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by thee I have run through a truth. And by my God have I lived over a wall. I want to believe that there are people that have lived, lived over. That have got testimonies of the Lord has done. Says, for by thee I have run through a truth by God, and by my God have I leaped over a wall, over the wall of sickness, over the walls of Jericho, over every wall that has come to hinder, you have leaped over. Do we have people like that in the house that want to testify to the goodness of God? If you are there, let me see you lift up your hand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall be continually in my mouth. There are two little things are there, but it's great for me. And I would like to share with you all. Number one, yesterday night when we were worshipping here in this hall only, in the convention, God spoke to me very clearly while praying with the tears. Repentance and confession is not sufficient, but submission is required. Praise the Lord. And I'm very glad, I'm very happy that God revealed this truth to me, that only repentance and confession is not submission, not uh, only required, but not only sufficient, but submission is required. So I would like to submit more and more before the Lord so that I, I can do the best for the Lord. Second thing, uh, December, the situation was we lost the contract, big contract, and uh, all rumors were there, the company short, shortlisting people. My Akama was also about to finish in December, uh, January. Then after coming here, then uh, everybody still uh, uh, feared that the certain job here and there. But God gave me another two years. My uh, contract is renewed for another two years. I give glory to the Lord. God is God is faithful and is always helps in our needs. Thank you very much for your prayers. Even Susan, health is also improving day by day. I am believing that what dialysis name, what doctor says that we declare it will not be there for us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. When you submit, everything submits to you. When you submit, everything submits to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
praise the Lord. I give all the glory and honor, every praise to my wonderful God because he answered my prayer. <laughs> I asked the Lord for the job one year before. So I always, every day I'm crying to my God, but God answered this. January also I asked, before 15, uh, 15 February, you have to give an answer, Jesus. So he answers before one week for me, and he gave a good answer to my husband's job. And he got the visa, and he returned yesterday. And I have a big testimony I will test you after the one month. Of appreciate the faithfulness of God and give him praise. Go to your seat. No more tears for you. You will rejoice. You will celebrate. What the Lord has done shall be for permanent. It is the Lord's doing. The Bible says what the Lord doeth shall be forever. No man can undo it. In the name of Jesus. Whatever is the reason for your tears will be the reason for your joy. In the name of Jesus. Every secret tears will give way to joy. No more sorrow. In the mighty name of Jesus. As many that are going through one thing or the other. And that is your experience. Tonight marks the end of it. In the mighty name of Jesus. For God being able to do it in the life of our sister. Is a pointer that God can replicate that in your life. I said, it's a pointer that God can do the same in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Tonight we will be going, and I trust that the Lord God will visit you. I say, God will visit you. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you for this testimony. 
Lord, we commit your word to your hand. Speak to our hearts. Renew our minds, mighty God. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. In Genesis chapter 21, verse 1, the Lord says, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did unto her as he had spoken. Our God does not fail. He's a God that says and do what he has said. If God says, if you serve me, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. He says, I will bless your bread and I will bless your water. One, that bread that he's going to bless is going to be a bread that God himself will provide to you. So God will be the provider of the bread. And the blessings of the Lord will be upon the bread. In the mighty name of Jesus. And the Lord visited Sarah. There is somebody here tonight that the Lord will visit. If you are the one, shout a big amen. amen. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. If Noah in Genesis chapter 6 verse 8 found grace, you will found grace. I say you will found grace in the name of Jesus. In Psalm 106 verse 4. Psalm 106, verse 4. Psalm 106, verse 4. It says, Remember me, O Lord, with the favor that thou bearest unto thy people. Visit me with thy salvation. This night is a night of visitation. I said, this night is a night of visitation. In the name of Jesus, the Lord God will visit you. The Lord God will visit you. In the name of Jesus, whatever you have come here with tonight is not returning back to you. I said, it's not returning back with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Psalm 66 verse 3. Say unto God, how terrible art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thy enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name. Verse 5. Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing towards the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. They did. There did we rejoice in him. He ruled by his power forever. The Lord God will rule over your affairs by his power. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the school of life, it is the greatness of the power you are operating that determines the greatness of your destiny. It is the greatness of the power that you are operating that determines the greatness of your destiny. God has brought you here to empower you. God has brought you here to empower you. He said, through the greatness of thy power, 
shall thy enemies submit themselves unto thee. And in verse 5, he said, come and see the works of God. Come and see the works of God. And in verse 7, the Lord ruled by what? By his power forever. I see God empowering you tonight. God empowered Jacob. God will empower you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I say, God empowered Jacob. God will empower you. He gave Jacob a change of name. He gave Jacob a change of status. Verse 5 says that the work of God shall be visible in your life. It shall be visible. Come and see the works of God. People shall see the art of God in your life. Come and see the works of God. Not one. The works of God. For the testimony tonight, you will see many more. I said you will see many more. Why? Because he ruled by his power forever. Not for one day. Not for one month. He ruled by his power forever. And all will happen by the power of God encounter. Encounter through the power of prayer. Like Job, um, Jacob experienced. That's what we are here for tonight. In the name of Jesus. Please, we have come as a congregation. But God will visit individuals. We have come as a congregation. But God will visit individuals. And I'm talking about you. God will visit you. I say, God will visit you. I say, my God will visit you. He visited Jacob. You don't need man to visit you when God visits you. All will happen via the power of God. In John chapter 5 verse 1 to 9, there is a man there that has lived by a pool for 38 years. Everybody came. Multitudes came to that school. And once there is a steering, there is a delivery. And he never had his own encounter. Because he was a man-oriented man. And Jesus went there. Announced to him that it is your time. Like it is somebody's time here tonight. I said it is somebody's here time here tonight. And Jesus told him, irrespective of the condition, because until that pool is being steered, there is no delivery. The first person that steps into it, once it is steered by angelic visitation, the favor tonight is, is, is that God is not sending an angel. God is physically here in our midst. 
to deliver your own package. In the name of Jesus. Jesus steered off the bull. He said, it is your time. It is your turn. Jack off and go home. 38 years of stagnation, stagnation ended that night. Somebody's own is ending now. I say somebody's own is ending now. The good news is that all of us can enter the pool at the same time. So we can all be transformed and be renewed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Genesis chapter 32 verse 21 to 29. Jacob was left alone. Until the breaking of the day. Jacob was left alone. Let's look at that scripture. Genesis chapter 32. We'll do some quick selective reading. And we move on. Genesis chapter 32. Verse 24. And Jacob was left alone. And there rested a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joy as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh." And he, he said, I will not let you go except you bless me. And verse 27. And he now said unto him, what is thy name? And he said what? Jacob. Before verse 27, it was a struggle. It was a battle. Jacob was busy with, with the man. And he was not ready to answer Jacob. But Jacob was determined. Like somebody would be determined here tonight. To take what belongs to him. Jacob heard him. Like the woman with the issue of blood. He says, if only he can, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. I know something will happen. I know something will happen. Something is about to happen for somebody now. I said, something is about to happen for somebody. In the name of Jesus, Jacob heard him. Jacob heard him. He said, I will not let go. I will not let go. I will not let go. And when the day was about to break, they have to give him audience. Whatever has looked down at you will begin to look up to you. In the name of Jesus. Where they have said no to you before. Go back there. They will say yes to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jacob stood in the place of prayer. He says he was left alone. And he took his own. Jacob was left alone. And Jacob took his own. Heard him. And in verse 27, he looked at Jacob and said, what is your name? You will begin to receive answers from now. You've been praying right from January. It's as if, it's as if God is not hearing you. From now, you will begin to receive response. In the name of Jesus, your life will command attention from heaven. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. And he said unto him, Tonight, God will say unto you, God will answer you in the name of Jesus. And God changed his path and gave him a glorious future. God gave him a glorious future. Changed his name, changed his status, changed everything about him. And he became a new man. I won't let go unless you bless me. And look at verse 28. 28 says, And he said, Thy name shall, no, shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince, thou hast power with God and men, and hast prevailed. As a prince, hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. God is the king of kings. And it takes a king to have a prince. He takes a king to have a prince. So God li now lined up with him. God is the king. Now you are the prince. God changed everything about him, not just his name. Change his status roundabout. For as a prince hast thou power with God, and not just with God, with men, and thou hast prevailed. That will be your story. In the mighty name of Jesus. And what happened thereafter? And he blessed him there. Tonight expect your blessings here. I say expect your blessings here. Tonight is your night. I will not let you go. Unless you bless me. I will not let you go. Unless you bless me. You must be desperate on the altar of prayer. You must be desperate. On the altar of prayer. Do you know what it means for somebody wanting to go? And you hold him. And he was not able to move. From 12 o'clock till around 4.35. It's a battle. I say it's a battle. I say it's a battle. But there was a result to show for him. You've been speaking in tongues. Now your life will begin to speak result. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. When Jacob got it, everybody knew that Jacob had gotten it. You must be desperate on the altar of prayer. The Lord will visit you. In the name of Jesus. Brethren, tonight is a night for everyone that casts. Tonight is a night for everyone that casts. And Jesus was saying, come and receive of me. Rivers of living water. Rivers of living water. We are here for an encounter with the power of God. An encounter with the power of God. An encounter with the power of God. When you have this encounter, you know. Jesus said, Everyone that thirsts should come and receive of me. 
we have come to receive from him, the king of kings. And he says, when you receive it, you will thirst no more. Because from inside of you, something will begin to run. And he calls it the river of the living water. In Job chapter 28, we are about to take a flight. I trust that the Lord God is taking us somewhere we all land there. Job chapter 28 verse 7. He says, there is a way. I want us to open, open to that scripture. And we read it together. Job chapter 28 verse 7. Are we there? Let's read verse 7 together. One, two, go. There is a path which no fowl knoweth, and which the buckshot's eyes hath not seen. Go to uh, verse 23. God understandeth the way thereof, and he knoweth the place thereof. Now there is a way, there is a path which no fowl knoweth, and which the, the buckshot's eyes have not seen. But God understandeth the way. Our God knows the way. Our God knows the place. In Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12. He says there is a way that seemeth right unto a man. But at the end of it, what? There is destruction. But he doesn't deny the fact that there is a way. Jesus said I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. We are not making assumptions. We are not making assumptions. We are looking into the scriptures for a future. We are looking into the scriptures for an encounter with the power of God. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, it says there is a way that seemeth right, but at the end of it is destruction. And the reason is because many people have gone, for, I mean, gone chasing power, but not pursuing power in God's way, and they end up in destruction. But the Bible is telling us here that there is a way which no one understands. But God understands. And God knows the place. So we are not making assumptions. But we are looking at the scriptures. And in Psalm 62 verse 11. It says, God has spoken once. Twice. Have I what? Have I heard? That power belongeth unto God. Psalm 62, verse 11. It says, God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this. That power belongeth unto God. So the power we are talking about here, we know the source of it. God is the source of the power we are talking about. But Jesus, in the, in the, in the book of John... And the book of John was making us to understand that you must start for it. You must start. And as many that start must come for them to be able to receive it. Power belongeth unto God. Power belongeth unto God. And until you long for it, it doesn't belong to you. That was what Jacob did. Jacob longed for it. And it belonged. It's going to belong to someone here. In the name of Jesus. When you long for it, it belongs. 
He says, as we, as we look at the word of God, God will usher us into steps that will lead into the encounters with the power of God. It is not the power of, it is not man. It is God's own power. And for us to walk and serve God this year, we need to be empowered. We need the power of God. And with the power of God, you can run through troops. You can leap over walls. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just some few steps. Some few steps to encounter this power of God. We've, we've been talking on one. The first one is personal desperation. In John chapter 7 verse 37, where we've been trying to read since, Jesus said, everyone that thirsts should do what? Should come. John chapter 7 verse 37. Let's, let's read. Let's open that scripture. Let's see from the scripture. John chapter 7 verse 37. It says, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake him of the Spirit. Everyone that thirsts should come. So the power of God is available to everyone that thirsts. The foundation of empowerment is desperation. It's desperation. There must be a task force. The task is the desire. When you desire it, God knows that you deserve it. The task is, it, it is the drive. Brethren, until you secure a task, no empowerment. No empowerment. Until you secure a task, no empowerment. In Isaiah chapter 55 verse 1. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 1. It says, Everyone that thirst, come ye to the waters. And he that has no money, come ye, buy and eat. Ye, come, buy wine and milk without money. And without price. The task is the foundation for empowerment. Personal desperation. You must first acknowledge that I have a need. I need it. It takes a task to enjoy this empowerment. In First John chapter 1, verse 1, God was talking about some set of people there. First John chapter 1 verse 1, it says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have also seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that 
show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us, that which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that ye also may fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we present unto you. Everything you have heard and seen, should provoke a desire to handle. Everything you have read, you have heard in this scripture, when you see it in this scripture, it should provoke a desire to handle. Once you hear it, You see it. Then you should long to handle it. John was writing here. We have heard with Jesus. We dwell with him. We were with him. So we heard. And we see Jesus demonstrated. And by the grace of God, we now handle. If you look at Acts chapter 5 verse 12. Jesus sent them out. And there were signs and wonders happening through the hands of these people. They have left the, the level of, 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 of the level of hearing, the level of seeing. They now began to handle. As workers, working for God. We should aspire to move from the realm of just hearing and seeing to the realm of handling. There is no price too much to pay. Elisha understands it so much. He has seen it. He has read it. And he said, I must handle it. And his master says, you feel you handle it. I don't know if you understand what we are saying tonight. There must be a task. There must be a desire. Our God is not a tax master. He's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. This is our year of service. We've made up our mind to serve God. We must serve him in truth and in spirit. And the spirit there is the empowerment we are talking about. Everything you have heard and seen should provoke a desire to handle it. Don't just be satisfied with hearing. Make sure you see. When you hear and understand, it's the level of seeing. I see. You'll be hearing it since. But it gets to a point. There is an understanding. Ah. The realm of sin is the realm of understanding. The world moves from the realm of information to transformation. Until you see, you can't handle. I'm handling this now because I'm seeing it.
Let what you hear and see provoke a desire to handle. The things we hear, you know, so many hear, but few see. So many hear, but few see from this scripture. Every Friday they hear. Hearing and seeing are two different things. See, the eyes of understanding is enlightened. That means you understand. Then you now handle. Only few, very few handle. Because until your desire is born from what you see, you don't handle. Our prayer tonight is, Lord, cause a burning desire inside of us. A thirsting desire for your word. Let it be like the sweet honey Desperation is the foundation for empowerment. Paul has it. The seven sons of uh, Sceva, they don't have it. They saw shame. They saw beating. They saw nakedness. Jesus warned them, don't go on the street until you are empowered. When you hear God's word, or testimony of what God is doing. When you see God's word by understanding, don't stop at inspiration because that's the level of inspiration. Don't stop at that level. If the things you see and hear, they only inspire you, you will soon expire. You should seek to move from the level of inspiration to the level of aspiration. And that will end in manifestation. First John chapter 1 verse 1. It says what we have seen. What we have heard. We have been privileged to handle. Praise the Lord. Let's move on. Let's move on in uh, Acts. Acts chapter 10 verse, verse, verse 35. Praise the Lord. We are moving to a realm. So brethren, don't just be inspired. Also aspire. Also aspire. There must be a generated desire within you to handle what you have seen. There must be. Don't be satisfied. Don't be satisfied. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So when I see the power of God in display, you have the right to want to touch it. You have the right to want to command it. There was testimonies here. 
the same God that did in the life of our sister and in the life of our brother can do the same thing. So your life can handle that kind of testimony too. There's a scripture I'm looking for. I think I found it. Acts chapter 5 verse 19. Shares the scripture. If you're in Acts, please read. But yes, I'm looking at. Uh, yeah, that's the scripture. Okay. Thank you. Now, if you look at verse 12, many signs and wonders were performed by the life of the, of the disciples. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And of the rest, thus no man joined himself to them, but the people, but the people magnified them. And believers were the more added to the Lord multitudes, both men. Now, this is the life the apostles, they, they have left the realm of, of hearing and seeing. They are in the realm of handling what God was doing when Jesus was there. And he now wrote this in First John chapter 1, and he was now telling us that what we have heard, what we have seen, and we have handled. Now, that was their experience in verse 12. By, if you read down, by 17 to 19, they caught them, they arrested them. And by verse 19, the angel of God came and just pulled them out. Because this life, you cannot cage this type of life. You cannot. Look at verse 19. For the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, Go, stand and speak and preach in the temple to the people all the words of this kind of life. This kind of experience. This kind of life that you, are, you now begin to enjoy. You can't keep it here. We can't keep it here. Go! And announce it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Go preach the word of this life that you have seen. That you have heard. And that you have handled. This year, your life will begin to command and handle the things of God. In the name of Jesus. By your hand, God will raise the dead. You are afraid to say amen. It's not you that is doing it. Just by your hand. By your hand. I say by your hand. I say by your hand. In Psalm 63, verse 1 and 2, there is what to do to see his power that we are talking about. In Psalm 63. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul tasks for thee. Brethren, it, is, it takes a task. 
He takes a task. He takes a task. And not just a task. Any will I seek thee. My soul tasks for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and a thirsty land. Where no water is. Until you long, it doesn't belong. Until you long, it doesn't belong. Until you wake up early and seek him. You don't see him. When you seek him, you see him. Early will I seek thee. When you seek him early, you see him early. What are you seeking? Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1. He told us that he was seeking Uzziah. Until Uzziah died, he never saw the Lord. What is it that you are seeking? That is denying you the power of God. That is denying you the access to your inheritance. He was busy seeking King Uzziah. What is it that is King Uzziah in your life? He was busy with King Uzziah. King Uzziah might be, he might be, he, he, he might be iniquity. He might be pornography. Last week we have been, we, we, God was talking to us that the box called TV shouldn't control your life. It's a box you should control. But it has boxed some people. It has boxed off the destiny of some people. Immediately they, they, they enter the apartment, boom, until 11 at night. And the whole day is wasted. What is catching your attention? What are you seeking? What are you seeking? What are you seeking? Praise the Lord. Early will I seek God. And when you do that, look at verse 2. What, what is there in verse 2? Then I will see your power and I will experience your glory. So I have seen thee in the sanctuary. I will see thy power. I will see thy glory. It is when your inspiration turns into aspiration that you can end in manifestation. You must keep pushing. You must keep pushing. To become a living sign and a living wonder, you must keep pushing. The apostles refused to settle at the level of just hearing and just seeing. They moved to the next level. That is the level you and I we are going to now. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hannah was tired of hearing. Every year she goes and she hears. She goes to Shiloh every year and she hears. She goes to Shiloh every year. No result. Does that mean she doesn't hear? She hears. But she couldn't handle. But when she made up her mind, and inspiration moved to the level of aspiration, there was manifestation. As Samuel came forth. Somebody Samuel is coming. I said, somebody Samuel is coming. Somebody Samuel is coming. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
when God moves you from that into that level, you begin to command signs and wonders. You begin to command the glory of God in the mighty name of Jesus. That will be our experience in Jesus' name. We can come and say, Lord, I know something can still be done beyond where I am. Lord, I know something can be done beyond where I am. There is a place greater than I am where I am now. This level of Christianity. Lord, you can advance me. I am tired. That was what Jacob did. That was what Jabez did. Lord, enlarge my coast. Lord, enlarge my coast. Change. Change my family. And there was a change. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So desperation is one. Another one is identification. In John chapter 1 verse 19. They came to John the Baptist. And said unto him. Who are thou? John chapter 1 verse 19. You can open there. John chapter 1 verse 19. They said to him. John. I mean, they said to him, who are thou? Brethren, at every point in our lives, we will need to stand to identify ourselves. You must know whom you are. You must know whom you are. It takes the knowledge of whom you are to progress in the school of power. The demon spirit challenged the seven sons of Satan said, who are you? Jesus we know. Even Paul we know him. Who are you? Identity. Identity. Until you know who you are, you are not entitled to or for empowerment. And the identity we are talking about here is tied to Jesus. Because empowerment can only be executed by the one who has that authority. If somebody walks into your office now and says, leave this seat. The first seat, you don't, you've never met him before. You will ask him, who are you? Right? You, will, you, you have the right to ask him, who are you? And if he introduces himself and tells you that he's the CEO, then you, you, you relax a little bit and think otherwise. But if he doesn't tell you who he is, you keep challenging him. You keep challenging him. Identity. In America today, you have the, 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 the ones that doesn't wear uniform. But before they operate, they, they, they pull out and show you. And immediately that commands authority. And that individual will submit immediately. Empowerment. You need, you need self-identification. They ask John, who are you? Life will ask you who you are. Tribulations and sorrows will ask you who you are to try you. You must be able to define whom you are. 
If you don't define what you stand for, you fall for everything. Identification. Identification. It is the authority well understood that helps you to execute the power. It says, by the power that is vested on me, I begin to it is authority well understood. When you understand it, you stand out. Praise the Lord. Identity reveal reflects authority. All they need to do is just remove the ID card or remove the badge and just show you, sorry, from the office of the FBI and all. Then you now change your tone. Yeah, okay. So, what is it now? Okay. You will cooperate immediately. Hallelujah. Life will submit to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Until you understand your authority by knowing whom you are, you can't have command in the spirit. And the question I have is, who are you? Because you need a faith. To face out every devil. Who are you? One, you are a spirit. In First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-three. Before we read that, we quickly look at John chapter three, verse six. John chapter three, verse six. Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit, spirit, a spirit. You are a spirit. You are a spirit that is living in a body. You are a spirit living in a body. The real you is not flesh and blood. The real you is a spirit. First Thessalonians chapter five verse twenty-three makes it very very clear to us that you and I, First Thessalonians chapter five verse twenty-three, it says. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray God, your whole spirit, their soul and body be preserved, blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. One is incomplete minus the spirit. The state of the spirit is the state of the man. You are not just spiritual. You are a spirit living in a body. And Ephesians mentioned to us that the warfare we are fighting, it's a spiritual what? Warfare. It's not a physical one. It's a spiritual one. So it takes the spirit only deep and call unto the deep. So it takes the spirit of God it takes the Spirit of God connecting with the Spirit of man to be able to put man where God wants him to be. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In John chapter 3 verse 8, he's talking about the realm of the Spirit, which is where we should operate. John chapter 3 verse 8.
verse 8. It says, And the wind bloweth where it list, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell what it cometh, and whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. They will not understand you. The wind blows anywhere. That's, that's the realm of the Spirit. That's the realm at which a believer operates as a spirit. And at that realm, that is the realm that you, 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 you are empowered by the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So you are a spirit. Don't be intimidated of, of not issue intimidation, because you are a spirit. Praise the Lord. And one good thing is we are created a spirit so that you have no barrier. You are created a spirit so that you have no barrier. The witchcraft people, they, they, they do what they want to do. But the Bible is telling us that you are a spirit too. You can put them where they belong. Because you are a spirit. But when you operate in the flesh, then it becomes trouble. But with your spirit man leading, they cannot operate near you. Praise the Lord. I hope somebody understands it now. I say, I hope somebody understands it now. Somebody understands it now. In the name of Jesus. Every believer is born as a God, but can be cheated as a man if you don't know whom you are. In John chapter 10, verse 35, he said, He called them God unto whom the word of God came. And the scriptures cannot be broken. That is whom you are. The most high God cannot give birth to you and you be the most low. He called them God unto whom the word of God came. And the scriptures cannot be broken. So you are a spirit and you are a God where God has positioned you. A small g God. Tied to the almighty God. And you can't walk with the almighty and be small. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is the most high. So you should be some high. Not most low. You should be some high. God is the most high. So you and I should be some high. Not low. The most high God cannot give birth to the most low. Not my God. And I know not your God. He can't give birth to. An elephant, we give birth to an elephant. True or false? True or false? We give birth to an elephant. A lion, we give birth to a lion. Will it give birth to a cat? Will a lion give birth to a cat? Eh? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Quickly, I have one or two more. We just begin to pray. The word operation will empower you as a believer. The Bible says that, the God, that God opposed the whole world by the power of his word. That word is able to empower you. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. 
God upholds the world by the power of his word. And in, in Hebrews chapter 4, verse, verse, verse 12, it says that the word of God is quick and powerful. Stop looking powerless. The word of God is quick and powerful. He sent for the word and the word delivered. It answered. When you send it, it will, it will, it will answer. It's quick. Quicker than your GSM. It's quick. Quick. And powerful. The word of God is a life ammunition. If it enters you, it gets you empowered. Psalm 119 verse 130 says, The entrance of the word of God give it. Give it life. John chapter 1 verse 1 to 5. Let's look at that. John chapter 1 verse 1 to 5. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything that anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of man. And the light shined in darkness. And darkness comprehended it not. The word of God is life. It is life. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Where we look. We, we just paraphrase the other time. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Ephesians 6 12. It says. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities and powers. There are powers. But you have the superpower. You have the divine power. You have the almighty power against the rulers of darkness. The darkness of the world. Against the spiritual wickedness in high places. The word high places there connotes dark places. The light of God's word. Is the paralysis of darkness. When light comes, darkness disappears. In Isaiah chapter 9, I think verse 8, this same light was, it, 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 it lightened, light, it, it, it was shone on a man, Jacob, and the whole nation caught this light. That is the word of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Until you are enlightened, you cannot be empowered. With the word of God gaining entrance, it gets one enlightened. Jesus was so much enlightened that the devil cannot handle him. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. He has enough light for, for flight. And devil left him. And the scripture says that and the angel came and ministered to him. You need power. Moses tried it without power. He saw he ran away. He tried it without power. He ran, he ran away. 
and God persuaded him, go back. He said, no, I won't go there again. He said, that assignment, I, I don't think it's good. But when he carried that power, he commanded audience. He walked into the palace at any time. At any time. And his power swallowed up every power on the street of Egypt. That is what God is turning you to tonight. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Amen. 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 So when all this happens, you begin to change. The light that does not change you has not struck you. If you still remain the same, after an encounter with light, then you are not struck. Saul was on his way to Damascus, and this light, boom! Everything about him changed, including his name. The light that doesn't change you has not struck you. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, talking about the Word of God, says, as we behold the Word of God, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse, verse 18, says, but as we all, with open face beholding, as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. It must reposition you from glory to glory. When this light shines on you, it repositions you from where you are to where you ought to be. Until it changes you, it has not struck you. Until it changes you, it has not struck you. Let's rise on our feet. Until it changes you, it has not struck you. When the light of God strikes you, you begin to change. Your language changes. In Romans chapter 10 verse 10, it says you believe and you begin to confess. It changes your language. Last month we came here. And the language of that woman was what? It is what? It is what? It is well. It is well with you. When somebody that has light speaks. He speaks in the realm of light. In the realm of what he understands. And the language is changed. Romans 10.10, 10, it says, what we believe now that has been revealed to us, we begin to confess. And as we confess that, we begin to become that. Lift up your voice and say, Lord God, I won't let go. I will not let go. I want you to begin to pray. I want you to begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Please pray for what really counts. Pray for what really counts. 
Jacob was left alone. Jacob was left alone. I want to give you time. Pray, pray. Take time and pray for what counts. Pray for what counts. If you successfully go out of this place with this power, it is done. If you successfully take your own portion of this, of this power, it is done. It is done. It is done. Open your mouth and begin to pray. When Jacob was praying, that angel knows that, yes, somebody was praying. He says, leave me, let me go. He said, no, I will not let you go. I will not let you go. It takes a desperation for manifestation. It takes a desperation for manifestation. What is it that God must respond to tonight? What is it that God must respond to tonight? Hannah came before God in the attitude of desperation and said, God, I, am not, I have not just come again. This time you must visit me. Lord, I receive that that is mine. Please, brethren, pray. Pray for what really counts. This is not time to pray for bread. Pray for what really counts. 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 Please pray, pray, pray for what really counts. What is it that is a case in your life that God must respond to? That heaven must respond to? Pray for what counts. Pray for what counts. I'm leaving you to do some supplication. And supplication talks about intense heartfelt prayer. Is your heart feeling your prayer at all? We're talking about an intense, heartfelt prayer. Is this the way Jacob had his own encounter? Is this the way Anna picked her own somewhere? I won't let go. I won't let go. I won't let go. This is the night of I won't let go. This is the night of visitation. This is the night not to let go. Pray for what really counts. You can be in the congregation and still be alone with God. You can be in the congregation and still be alone with God. Forget your neighbor, open your mouth and talk to heaven. Pray for what really counts. What is it that God must respond to? What is it that heaven must respond to, brethren? What is it that heaven must respond to? Please pray for what really counts.
Jacob was left alone. Lord, I am tired of this level of Christianity. I want a change of level. I want a change of level. I want a change of level. Cause my life to begin to handle what I have heard and seen. I have heard enough. I have seen enough. Lord, cause my life to begin to handle. Cause me to be a partaker of the things, Lord God. Of the things I have heard. Of the things I have seen. Cause me to be a partaker in the name of Jesus. If there is anybody here that needs to be prayed for, you need prayer, healing, please, you, you can, you come, let's just come to this side. The power of God is in the house. Let's just, if you need to be prayed for, just come to this, come, come, come to the front. And I just urge the ministers to please, please come, let's, let's address quick. You, 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 you have a prayer request. You have something that needs to be prayed for. You think you are sick. You need to be prayed for. You need healing. Please come to the front. You need healing. Choir, please. Oh, the blood of Jesus. There is power. Power. Wonder walking power. In the blood. Just the choir only, please. Why the rest of us are praying in the presence of God. Wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Please can the ministers, please can the ministers come forward. There is power, power, wonder-working power. The rest of us, we are praying. We are praying. Let's take what really counts. Let's take what really counts. There is power, In the name of Jesus. Wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood, the blood of the Lamb. Of the Lamb. There is power, there's power.
Hallelujah. Please, you are here or somebody, you want to represent somebody that has received a report from the doctor on a terminal disease. Please, can you come here? You are here, you've received a report from the doctor and it's not a good report. Or you know somebody, please come out here. Let the hand of God terminate every terminal disease. In the name of Jesus, if you are here or you know somebody, please come out and let's pray with you. Come out and let's pray with you.
Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we pray, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we say, Amen. Send down the power, we pray to you, Lord. Send down the Holy Ghost, we pray, Amen. Let the power of the Lord come down. Let the power of the Lord come down. Let the power of the Lord from heaven come down. Let the power of the Lord come down. Let the power of the Lord come down. 
Let the power of the Lord come down. Let the power of the Lord from heaven come down. Let the power of the Lord 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 from heaven come down. Let the power of the Lord 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 from heaven come down. Let the power of the Lord come down. Let's lift up our voice and just give God praise. Let's thank Him. Say, God, we thank you. We cannot pay you, but we can thank you. Lord, we cannot thank you. The Lord has touched you. The Spirit has touched you. Spirit has touched you. You cannot remain the same anymore. The same. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify you. Thank you, Lord God, because what we have seen, what we have heard, our life has begun to handle. Cause that to be our experience. In the name of Jesus, as we go, Lord God, we go in your name. We go in your power. In the mighty name of Jesus, cause every of our inspiration to move to aspirations and cause it to end us in our manifestations. In the mighty name of Jesus, concerning tomorrow's service, Lord God, we ask that your power be mighty in our midst. Let your power be strong to deliver. Let it be mighty to heal. In the name of Jesus, Lord, by the power that you have put in our lives today, Cause every opposition to be silenced. In the name of Jesus, we pray for every of our ministers, Lord God. We ask, mighty God, that you will, you, 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 you will increase the wisdom and understanding upon them. In the name of Jesus, we pray for every department. The women, the women ministry, the Friday school, the NG4. Lord, we pray for the choir, we pray for the ushers. Lord, we pray, Father, for the, for the, for, for, the, for, the, for the outreach, Lord God, and in the inter- intercessory. Lord God, cause your power to be multiplied in our lives. Cause your power to be multiplied in all these departments. In the name of Jesus. Can the people of God say, believe in amen. amen. Can you shout a thunderous amen? amen? Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Shout a believing one now. Shout a believing one now. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now forevermore. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.